your Locked On Canadiens, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 338 of Locked On Canadians. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. I am one of your hosts. I am Cole Caulfield's co-biggest fan, and I am joined by Cole Caulfield's other co-biggest fan, my fantastic co-host, the active stick, Laura Saba. Laura, it took about three days of me tweeting the same gif at the Canadians for them to do what I wanted, and they did what I wanted, and now I don't know what to do with myself. This podcast, from day one, it's been a year and a half now, this moment is what we've been building up for (laughs) from day one. From our first episode, we talked about how we were going to be focused on Cole Caulfield and his uh, journey to the NHL, and it has finally happened and now we get to will other things into existence. For example, a Stanley Cup. Let's work on that next. I thought we already willed the Stanley Cup into existence when I promised to eat ham, banana, sour cream, pasta, or whatever god-awful monstrosity that was earlier this season. <laughs> We're still working uh, on it. <laughs> work in progress. And they did get some help, not only in the form of Cole Caulfield, but they traded for Eric Stahl. We will have more on the former Buffalo Saber, Minnesota Wild, New York Ranger, and Carolina Hurricane uh, later in the show. But first, we knew this was probably coming. Mark Bergevin played it very coy in his press conference. I believe it was uh, Friday that he someone asked about Cole Caulfield, and Bergevin smiled and said, "Talk to ask me of that in a few days." Everyone knew it was only a matter of time, and. Cole Caulfield and the Wisconsin Badgers were eliminated against Bemidji State in the uh, NCAA Men's Hockey Championship. Caulfield put the Badgers on his back. He had two goals, one assist, and 12 shots on goal. He did absolutely everything possible to keep his his dream of a NCAA title um, going right now. He's still the favorite to win the Hobie Baker. I will still be shocked if he doesn't win that. And... I sent the video to Laura. He posted the one of my favorite like goodbyes to his teammates, his brother, and a welcome to Montreal video. And I highly recommend you go check it out on his Instagram page. Laura, on a scale of one to ten, just how excited are you finally? One, we're not dealing with the what if Cole Caulfield doesn't sign here narrative, which thank God. It, it finally happened. It feels like this giant weight of like pressure of waiting for it has come off. And now Cole Caulfield, Montreal Canadian. So the uh, Locked On NHL show had me on. Uh, the episode's dropping the same time as this. So once you're done listening to this, you, you guys can go check that out. Uh, Sarah Avampato asked me, you know, what are you excited about? And I mentioned that one of the things that I was hoping would happen, and it seems from all accounts that that is going to happen when his seven-day quarantine is up, 
is that I wanted him to start in Lavelle. I wanted I wanted Joel Bouchard to have a crack at him. And for me, I think on a scale of one to ten, I think that's what I'm most excited about. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like a million percent excited that he's gonna get some time, even if he doesn't play too long in Laval. Uh, even if they call him up to Montreal pretty quickly, which they might, you never know. It depends, I guess, on what happens on on the situation. But it is it is likely he's going to start in Laval. That's that's what all the signs point to. That's what all the media is saying. And I just I I want I want him to have those conversations with Joel Bouchard. Like that's what I'm most excited about. I'm so happy because he's the kind of hockey nerd that will like really take it all in and and look at it in a cerebral way not on the ice I mean off the ice I mean he's going to break down his own play work on what he needs to work on to get better Um, and Joel Bouchard is so good at pinpointing what you need to do and giving you what work you need to do Cole Caulfield obviously is the type of player that has like a hundred percent of that buy-in like he will do what it takes to succeed we saw that on Friday he took his entire team on his back. Like that was a hopeless game and he brought them back into it almost single, single handedly. And, you know, it looked like it, he, they were going to pull off a comeback, but unfortunately it didn't happen. But, you know, it, it's, it's sort of like exemplary of what Cole Caulfield does. Like even when he decided not to sign with Montreal last year, he and the Canadians had a conversation. He knew that he wasn't ready. He knew that he had to work on a lot of aspects of his game. He wanted to go back to college, and there was a reason. He came back stronger than ever in 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 this in this past season, and he knows the work he needs to do. And Joel Bouchard is so good at identifying the work a player needs to do. So I'm excited for that. That's what I want to happen. That's what I hope happens. I hope he gets some time in Laval, some time with Joel Bouchard, some time one-on-one, video coaching, all that kind of stuff that Joel Bouchard is so good at. Um, and, and Cole Caulfield will buy in, and I have so much faith in this kid because of that, like because of that that step that he's going to have to take. And coming up in our next segment, we are going to talk a little bit about where he can fit in. Obviously, my expertise being in covering the Laval Rocket and where he fits in in the lineup. But he has a press conference tomorrow at 10 o'clock, which, you know, an introduction, talk to what I assume will be every single media person in all of Quebec, probably most of Ontario, parts of the United States. Uh, everyone wants to talk to the small goals boy. And we don't know if he's already in Montreal or not. Like, no one knows where he is. So he could have started his quarantine already. We don't quite know where he's at yet. Uh, he's following roughly the same timeline as Eric Stahl. So, as soon as Eric Stahl is in the Canadians lineup, you can assume Cole Caulfield will be ready to go seven days later because of the new rules there. I am so, so excited. This is the best pure goal scorer the Canadians have had since Max Pacioretty. And Max Pacioretty was the best pure goal scorer we had since, um, Dampus, uh, Stefan Richet, um, it, it was a long time coming. The Canadians have an absolutely just elite high-end prospect in this pool here, and he's finally in the NHL. We are finally, finally going to get to see what this kid does, and I'm, I'm putting this disclaimer on this now. For the love of God, if he doesn't score in the first game, nobody needs to panic. I know they're going to, but nobody needs to do that, and... And like Laura said, chances are he is headed to Laval to start 
We don't know if it's a cap move or not. We're going to discuss the implications of where he's going, what it means for the Canadians, what it means for the Rocket, and what we can expect from him. And that's coming up next. But first, we have been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Bilt Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate in all bars. And now it is time to find out which Bilt Bar is the best. It is Bilt Bar Madness. And today's matchup is Caramel Brownie versus Coconut Brownie Chunk. Coconut Brownie Chunk blew me away with how good it was. I loved the original Caramel Brownie, and Coconut Brownie Chunk was on another level. If you love that sweet coconut flavor or you love that sweet classic Caramel Brownie, this is the matchup for you. If you go to BuiltBar.com or to Bar underscore Built on Twitter, you can vote for your favorite. And if you go to either of those places, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED. 1515 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So as Laura mentioned, and it was reported by everyone and their brother on Twitter, that Cole Caulfield will be reporting to the Laval Rocket once his quarantine is done. It's a brilliant move. It gets him acclimated to the Canadian system, gets him through his quarantine, and it puts him in a situation to thrive. The Rocket, uh, today we're down 3-1 with, I believe, about eight minutes left to play in Manitoba and came back to win 5-3. Joel Bouchard is getting every ounce that he can out of this team. And looking at Caulfield's efforts in the NCAA this year in a number of games, overtime winners, like the one against Penn State, uh, the game that he had against Bemidji where he was just thriving, putting the team on his back. Cole Caulfield is going to be such a fun piece to add to the Rocket, who now are currently without Alex Belzio, who is out injured, Lucas Vedemo, who is out injured, Jan Meshack was injured today. Uh, we don't know the severity of that. We don't know the severity of Jesse Yolanen's injury that he suffered today. And Jordan Wheel was a little bit banged up after the game. Adding Cole Caulfield in there immediately helps, uh, you know, kind of smooth over some of those. And even if they're all healthy, you have a chance to put Caulfield in a lineup that is scoring three, four, five goals a game with guys like Joseph Blandisi and Joel Teasdale leading the way, and you're going to add one of the best pure goal scorers in the prospect world. Laura, it, the the AHL TV is going to see a huge spike in their numbers here momentarily, especially from Canadians fans who want to see Cole Caulfield play. And honestly, I can't say I blame them. I think it was you. Somebody tweeted, it's like all the mainstream media is all of a sudden going to be descending on Laval all over again. And it's so right. Uh, honestly, I have to say the fact that the, the Canadians home games or sorry, the Rocket home games have been covered by RDS has been so great for people like me. Uh, it's so much more accessible. But now everybody's going to be paying for AHL TV <laughs> and trying to trying trying to watch the, the Rocket games. And who would blame them? The team is old to begin with. 
has been so successful and so exciting this year. I had no idea that so many people got injured today, Scott. I, I literally, I was just like, what? As you were reading that off, I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> you know? Um, but at the same time, they will be able to benefit a lot from Cole Caulfield's addition. And it's just going to be even more exciting. Like, I, the, the team has been fun and dynamic, uh, has been a bright spot in this Canadian season that's been so inconsistent. Uh, we love the, the rocket. And I think, I think, um, you know, it's it's one of those promising signs. You're looking at this at, at this AHL team that's doing so well, and you think, you know, the organization overall uh, is developing really well. And so I think that Cole Coffee is just going to be part of that excitement. But I'm so bummed to hear about all the injuries. I didn't realize how many banged up people there were in Laval right now. Well, part of it was Belzeal and Vedemo left the game, I believe it was Tuesday night. Um we're just nursing some minor injuries. Um, they're going to be reassessed at the end of this trip. Uh, Yolanin took a very odd hit. We don't know if it's the hit or from when he hit the ice afterwards that caused it. Uh, Meshach got absolutely obliterated and should have had a penalty called. And the officials were uh, not great today about that. But even with injuries, uh, Joe Bouchard's been able to keep his team just rolling here. Uh Guys like Meshack are stepping up in a huge way. Uh, veterans like Brandon Baddock, Jake Lucini, and especially Joseph Blandizi have been stepping up to fill in how, wherever he needed them. Ryan Paling has been thriving there. Raphael Harvey Pinard remains Brendan Gallagher, but in the AHL in the best possible way. The defense has stepped up to do what it has. The goaltending's been good. And now they're going to add Cole Caulfield to that. A guy who likes to play with speed and counterattack and get into those soft spots and score. They have that in Jesse Yolanen. And if he's out, Caulfield takes that spot. If he's just a little banged up and he's good to go, having two players who can shoot the puck like that in the lineup on a given night, the Rocket offense is going to go straight to the moon here. It's great for Caulfield's development. Joel Bouchard's going to put him in the best position to succeed, just like he did Jesperi Kotkaniemi, just like he's done with Ryan Paling, like he's done with defensive prospects. The man knows what he's doing with players like this, and it's really hard that people are like, well, what if he's not in this role? It's like, trust the guy. If you don't trust Joel Bouchard at this point, I don't know what to tell you. And I, for what it's worth, do not think Caulfield will be there long. He's going to go down. And as the trade deadline approaches, money is moved in or out or people go on IR or LTIR or whatever. We'll see Caulfield in the NHL sooner rather than later. I am almost assured of that at some point. They just got to make the room for it. With Eric Stahl signing, I think they have like 420000 in cap space right now. Um, they will figure this out. They have a capologist on thing there. People are going to move out. Despite Mark Bergevin saying he doesn't anticipate moving money out, we all know he's full of crap. He said he wasn't going to make a move and then he traded for Eric Stahl, for God's sakes. Like, And then when he gets to the NHL, like, there's any number of spots you can put him. Do you want to put him with a defensively responsible guy like Philip Deneau? Do you want to put him with a cerebral playmaker like Nick Suzuki? Do you want to put him with a good two-way forward like Eric Stahl or Jesperi Kotkaniemi? There is no bad spot for Cole Caulfield right now, and that's to the advantageous nature of the Canadians right now. Mark Bergevin's trade deadline is basically done. He went out and found himself a scoring forward and didn't have to give up anything for it, quite frankly. Yeah, that was a steal of a deal. I, I can't even think about that. 
Yeah, it only cost him a first round pick, right? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's amazing that like, and get, signing Eric or trading for Eric Stahl was a was a genius idea in my opinion. And then he lands Cole Caulfield two days later, and there's still NCAA free agents. There's who knows, it, everything is coming up Bergevin right now and. Coming up in our final segment, the Canadians traded for Eric Stahl. What does that mean for the team? Where is Eric Stahl going to fit in? And what does Eric Stahl bring to this team that they're missing right now? All that coming up next. Before we go any further today, I want to talk to you about one of our show sponsors, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get the upper hand in your fantasy hockey league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. So Laura and I were talking. They traded for stall on Thursday, Thursday, Friday. I I don't know. I have no semblance of time anymore. Um, it was Friday because it was mentioned on the Friday mailbag, and then we were like, well, it would be a good idea, but they're not going to do it. They should focus on other things, and then they did it. Because Laura and I were talking about it, and it was the news that it's, oh, you know, they're interested. Our Eric Stahl is probably being traded out of Buffalo. The Canadians are top contenders to get him. We've heard that how many times before, and it never turns out to be anything Montreal's third-round pick and fifth-round pick go back to the Buffalo Sabres. Eric Stahl uh, had his meeting today. He started his quarantine. He will be ready in about a week or so. He'll be wearing number 21, which was last worn by Nick Cousins in Montreal. And my first thought is, I wrote an article about this on Eyes on the Prize that you can go read, but I'm going to kind of rehash some of the major points here. Montreal traded a third and a fifth, rounds where they had three picks apiece in those, so they still have two picks in each round. And in those rounds, they have Chicago and Washington, and then I believe Ottawa and one other team's uh, pick in the fifth round. It might have been the Flyers. So they might have improved their pick position there because Ottawa and Philadelphia are teams that are going to finish below them in the standings most likely. Montreal improved their draft stock, so to speak. They didn't really give up anything when they still have two picks in those rounds. And they traded picks to a team that doesn't have a full scouting staff in a year where the draft is a crapshoot because it is all video um, scouting and everything, and they don't have a full staff dedicated to it. it. The Canadians paid magic beans to get a guy with over a thousand NHL games, a thousand NHL points, an Olympic gold medal, a Stanley Cup. He's a member of the uh, Triple Gold Club, I believe, just like Corey Perry is. It's really, really hard to find a downside. As, oh, and Buffalo is retaining half of his salary. The, it's really, really hard for me to try and find any kind of downside in this trade right now. No, the Canadians did really well. They really, they didn't give up a whole lot, uh, like you said. And, and, and that was another thing that we talked about on the national show uh, with Sarah Vampato. Uh, we talked about, about, you know, did 
are we concerned about what the Canadians gave up? Gave up? Well, I think even if if the divisions realign back to the way that um, the way that they were prior to this shortened season. Uh, I think the Canadians aren't really bolstering a division rival that much because, as you said, they're not really spending that much money or time on their scouting at the moment. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, to give up a third and a fifth, the Canadians are not in a rebuild mode. Everything that they've done is that even if you think that the Canadians aren't really that good right now, their actions state that they don't believe that they're rebuilding. They don't believe that they should be rebuilding at the point. So, like, stocking up on draft picks isn't necessarily the way to go for them this year. Plus, it's a third and a fifth. You could eventually get that back, right? You could trade back for it if you need it. Uh, so they're not giving up that much. Not only that, Buffalo's re- retaining salary, and that's really important because the Canadians need to stay under the cap. And finally, you're getting a player that would have cost so much more if he was having a good season and your trading partner wasn't Buffalo. Yeah, and we're going to have a friend of the show, Joe Yurden, on later this week to talk a little bit about Eric Stahl, what he brought to the Sabres or tried to bring to the Sabres, and we'll dig deeper into some of his comments in his intro press conference, but like, Eric Stahl brings a wealth of experience. We've seen it work out with Corey Perry, but Eric Stahl also brings a lot less of the uh, notoriety I guess is the uh, word I want to use for that. And with that is he's proven NHL center depth right now. Uh, If Kotkaniemi is out due to COVID for however long, or if he comes back and they want to try other things, you have a center depth that is Philip Deneau, Nick Suzuki, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, Eric Stahl, and Jake Evans with Ryan Paling knocking on the door, Lucas Vedemo knocking on the door, it's very hard to see a situation where the Canadian center depth not having those first four in the lineup. And Evans can shift to the wing if they want to give him a shot with someone who's a little bit more responsible now. And fans will freak out that inevitably someone they want in the you know top nine will be on the fourth line or whatever. But their depth is, once again, their strength. Getting Eric Stahl makes their center depth extremely unfair to try and play against. Like... Yeah, okay, you got out alive against Philip Deneau. By the way, Eric Stahl, Cole Caulfield, and Tyler Toffoli just hopped over the boards. Good friggin' luck. Oh, you got past that? Nick Suzuki, Josh Anderson, and Jonathan Duane just hopped over the boards. Oh, you got by that? Guess what? Now it's Kotkaniemi, Jake Evans, and Arturi Lekkinen are on the ice, or Yoel Armia, or whoever. It's a nightmare matchup, and Dominique Ducharme now has the ability to plug and play his pieces depending on what kind of game he wants his team to play tonight. Eric Stahl brings so much experience. He still has, he doesn't quite have the speed that he used to, but he has the right, you know, game that fits this Canadians team. And again, they paid literally nothing. There was nothing of value lost here. A third and a fifth is nothing to pay for what it was likely to be an extremely in-demand piece on trade deadline day. Mark Bergeron got out way ahead of that, landed his guy, got him in quarantine, so now he can get him ready for the stretch run and then worry about other things, whether it's moving money out, looking for another piece or something. I'm excited to see what Eric Stahl brings to this team. Not like excited like I was about Corey Perry, where I was like, well, this is weird. Eric Stahl in a Canadian's uniform is extremely weird. But also, I'm looking at this and going like, is this going to be Ilya Kovalchuk kind of good? Or like... The Canadians are, they're, 
just built now for a team that looks like they're trying to get sustained playoff success this year. They don't want to go one and done or be like, well, we gave Philadelphia a good fight. They want to make a run, and a piece like Eric Stahl only adds to that. Now, if they can only figure out that black hole on the defense, I will calm down about this team. At at some point, <laughs> um, I, I was going to tweet a meme from the Suez Canal where it's just a, the giant boat that is stuck and Cole Caulfield is the little um, excavator there where it says a gaping hole on the left side of the defense. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to be nice about this now. Um, Mark Bergevin has something else up his sleeve. A- everything is... It's Mark Bergevin. Everything is leading into something crazy is going to happen. Crazier than Eric Stahl, I should say. Like, something feels like it's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but I've got a feeling that something is going to happen. I don't know if it'll be a good thing or if it'll be a bad thing. I just, it's it's like a little bug bite that I can't stop scratching that I think something's going to be happening there. Um, if you have any ideas, uh, what you think it might be or what your wish list for the trade deadline is, you can always tweet us at LO underscore Canadians. Um, we will be looking this week to try and figure out when to do our locker room now that the Canadian schedule is back. Uh, Laura and I are going to kind of review that tonight. We'll be talking on tomorrow's show about all the rescheduled games and everything else to see what we have there. If you want to follow Laura on Twitter, she is at the active stick. I am at Scott Matla. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts on Google, Apple, Spotify, or wherever else. Thank you so much for listening. Cole Caulfield is a Montreal Canadian. He will score more NHL goals than Nick Robertson this year. Thank you and have a great night. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.